Hi everyone, welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. In this episode, it's called Deliberate Creation. And what is Deliberate Creation? It's creating whatever that uh, your heart's desire, what your true desires are, your true intentions, or anything you want. When you create deliberately, you create from a place of alignment, acting on inspiration, but there's way more to it than that. In fact, we just completed the first round of Ascension Experience, and the last segment of that is Deliberate Creation. So in this episode, Joshua tries to explain Deliberate Creation to those people who have gone all the way through the Ascension Experience, which is 13 segments, and the final segment is Deliberate Creation. Plus, anyone who's ever new to this, who's new to this idea of Deliberate Creation, Joshua explains it in a way that you'll understand as well. So I think you'll find this fascinating. Before we begin, we're actually starting another round of Ascension Experience courses starting on Monday the 15th. All the information is on the website. Just click on the Ascension Experience. The first course is alignment. That's probably the best course to take, but you can browse around and maybe the, one of the first five or six courses, whatever catches your fancy. Take a look at those. If you have any questions, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and maybe we can get on a call or I'll send you information, whatever you like to do. So uh, also there on the website is the Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality in audiobook form, plus all in written books too. So check on the books there and there's free meditations there. And we have a Facebook group called Friends of Joshua. So join that as well to catch up on what we're doing here. And remember to like and subscribe and share with your friends and all that stuff and leave a review if you can, that'd be great. All right, without any further ado, let's get going. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, welcome. Well, we'd like to start off by congratulating those of you who have completed the Ascension experience, coming to the final segment of deliberate creation. And so we thought we might play around with this idea of deliberate creation in a way that those of you who have gone through the 13 segments already and spent the last year and a half or so playing with this information can understand it in a deeper way. Plus, all the people who have never heard anything about the Ascension experience and are new to this and maybe listening to this at a later date will understand it as well. So we're going to broadcast in two different frequencies, a frequency for those of you who have gone through the Ascension experience and a frequency for those of you who are new, and it'll all work out perfectly. So let's start out with this idea of deliberate creation from a perspective of the limited version of you, the version of you that exists in a state of fear, in a state of confusion, in the illusion, you will want a way out of that. You will see everything as difficult and hard and wish you could change your conditions and wish you could just be more and do more and have more. And so this idea of law of attraction and deliberate creation and the fact that there's going, there's more going on in this reality than you could imagine seems appealing to you. And you say, well, if I can use this law of attraction stuff to get what I want, if I can be a deliberate creator, then I'll be able to change my conditions and finally be happy. And so this is the starting point where all of you come. You come to the state of a little bit of frustration with the life that you're living, but it's all because you're choosing a limited perspective on who you are and how this reality works. Those of you who have come through the Ascension experience have elevated that perspective. And so now you have maybe a better understanding of how deliberate creation works. And so we'll offer this broad range of ideas around the subject of deliberate creation. First of all, you can be, have, and do anything you want in this reality. So that's a given. You are inherently free, inherently abundant. You are powerful beyond any measure that you could understand. But you can't see yourself that way. No matter where you are in this state in physical reality, no matter how ascended you are or whether you're just starting out, 
you can be have to do anything but from the perspective where you are you have to understand that you can't possibly imagine who you truly are so this difference between your current perspective and the perspective of your inner self who knows itself fully there's a gap there now this is an interesting thing because it is not important to fill that gap in fact you don't want to fill that gap you don't want to suddenly become elevated to the perspective of your inner self because you would vanish from this reality. You would vibrate out of this reality back into the non-physical and you would get no benefit in that. So you really came here to sift and sort and play with the environment and have challenges and have obstacles and, and think of yourself in a limited way and then choose a new path, choose a new decision, choose a new course, choose a new way of being, choose to be more authentic, choose to fight, choose to argue, choose to make people wrong, choose to defend yourself, choose to go through these experiences that you think are unwanted. All of this stuff is why you're here. It's just a roller coaster ride, just an amusement park of adventure. This is the key to deliberate creation, no matter where you are. If you are thinking that this reality is difficult, that's fun, that's exciting. You want to think that way. You want to come from that perspective of it being difficult to some other perspective, and that's fantastic. And if you're starting to realize that this is the environment of love, everything is based in love, your love, every creation is love, everything is love, every war is love, every achievement is love, every manifestation is love, it's all love, and you're just playing with this game. But where you are doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you have a high perspective or low perspective. It doesn't matter. It's just a game. It's just for fun. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to challenge anything. You don't have to be anything you're not. You don't have to perceive yourself as perfect. You don't have to stop fighting against everything. You don't have to change a thing you're doing. Everything you're doing is perfect because you designed this life for you. Now, would you like to see it from a higher perspective? That's up to you. Would you like to see yourself as more elevated, as more perfect, as more wonderful? That's up to you, but you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. This is just supposed to be fun. And when you return to the non-physical, you'll see it for what it really is. If you can see it now, yeah, maybe you'll attract more. Maybe you'll have new experiences. Maybe you'll have some empathic abilities come online, but it still doesn't matter. You could become the top psychic in the world. So what's that? That's just another journey. That's all it is. And you'll have manifestation events on that journey and you'll have to get comfortable with that. You could be the richest person in the world. It doesn't make it any better. You will still have the same fears and doubts and worries and concerns that you always had. You can see things as working out for you, as things are always working out for you, that everything's for your benefit. Well, yes, that would bring you in alignment more often, but then you'll elevate yourself to a new level where you'll be uncomfortable at that new level and you'll have to face that new vibration as well. There's no thing that you have to be, have, or do. So isn't that interesting? You can be, have, and do anything, but there's no thing you have to be, have, and do. There's no outcomes. Humans want to make it harder than it is. They want to get to some place that they're not. They want to birth desires and manifest those desires, even if they're man-made, even if they're built in fear, even if they're not what they truly want. They want to somehow, some way, change conditions. And guess what? When you change conditions, you're doing something. You're having an experience. And it's the experience you want. No matter what the experience is, it's the experience you want because the experience is expansive. 
So imagine this, you're living in the non-physical and you say, I want to come down and I want to have this experience in physical reality and challenge this idea of who I am and, and forget who I am. And then in that experience, I'll add some more expansion to my soul. I'll have some more clarity. I'll have some more love. I'll expand that energy that I am. And so you choose to come in and you choose to have this life and you choose to be with the parents and be with the family and be with the friends and have the career and the interest and all these things and resist, resist, resist all of it. Great. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. That's, that is all of it. There's nothing else you have to do than that. And then you come along and you say, well, I want to be more effective at this. Okay, great. Be more effective. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't make anything better or worse. It's, there is no better or worse. There is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. It's all neutral. Now, if you see it as neutral, guess what happens? Ah, it becomes a little more fun, a little more fun. Isn't that interesting? When you have fun, you're a deliberate creator. When you're in opposition to the fun that's all around you, you're resisting who you are and being inauthentic. And you're not creating deliberately. Doesn't matter. You're creating indeliberately. Doesn't matter. There is no benefit to creating deliberately unless you're having fun. And if you're having fun, you don't need to be deliberate creator because you are creating deliberately. So just make this life all about fun, as much fun as you can. Don't pay attention to the rules and the dogma and the stigma and the people's opinions and everyone saying this is how things should go and this is what you should be doing. That's part of this environment. Have fun with that. Let them do it if, if they want to do it. You can do it if you want to do it. You don't have to do anything. You can opt out of anything or opt into anything. It doesn't matter. Oh, and you say, Joshua, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Things matter. You have to have meaning in life. And we say, Imagine if you didn't. Imagine if you lived in physical reality the way it truly is, where nothing means anything unless you bring your attention to it. And if you want to bring your attention to it and have meaning, you get to do that because you're not going to do it in the non-physical. Non-physical is just neutral. You'll see it when you get there. There is no meaning. There is no tangible substantive aspect to the non-physical. But in the physical, it seems like everything means everything. And that's why you came. You came to give meaning to this life. And it doesn't matter if you give it a negative meaning or a positive meaning, it doesn't matter at all. We wanna stress here that you're doing everything perfectly. You can't make a mistake. You can't make a wrong decision. You can't go off the rails. You can't do it perfectly. You can't do it imperfectly. It's all the way it is. So get comfortable with the way it is and just think about one thing, how to feel good in this reality. How can you feel good? Well, how can you feel good? You get interested in something, you get passionate about something, you express love to things, and you just have fun. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Excellent, Jerry. This is super interesting. So so theoretically, or I'm not even quite sure what the correct way to phrase this is. So you can you can change what's appearing in, in front of you, if you're going through what you perceive to be a low vibrational experience through a manifestation event, by just changing your vibration, understanding that it's perfect, understanding that it was done for you, all manifestation events are for you. And immediately when you change that perception of yourself and you change your, that perception of what's occurring, everything else begins to fall in behind it. Why do you want to change the manifestation event or what is happening? That's the key here. You have a manifestation event, it points out a limiting belief. 
Awesome. Great. Now you know you have a living belief. Process it if you want. Great. But you're not going to do it to change anything because changing something would be the approach of the victim who perceives themselves to be captive by their conditions that they perceive mean something. Now change the meaning and make it fun and then that's all that has to happen. But how could you make something fun? Let's imagine that somehow, some way, all of a sudden, $100,000 is missing from your bank account. And you need that money. It's important. You've got responsibilities and bills to pay and people who count on you. And all of a sudden it's gone. How could you make that fun? Well, maybe you can't. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe that event is point out the fact that you're taking it too seriously or that you're in some profession that you don't want to be in or that you're doing something you don't want to be doing. And it's great because it comes there to, to wake you up to this fact that you've been living life trying to drive meaning by how much money you're making, for instance, and trying to get respect from others based on how much money you're making and, and trying to feel good because you're doing so many things for other people. And suddenly all the money's gone, so now you have to rethink that whole thing. And you're devastated because everything you thought you knew by operating in this way and efforting and struggling and maintaining all these spinning wheels on top of sticks, all these spinning plates on top of sticks, you're maintaining, 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 and you sort of think that this is how life should be. In order to feel good, I need people to rely on me, to appreciate me, to think I'm respectable and a hard worker and all these things, but yet, I'm running myself ragged and not paying attention to who I truly am. I'm being inauthentic. So the whole house of cards falls down, just like you did for Gary. And now, what do you feel? Well, there's nothing you can do about it, can you? You just have to start over. When you think about how you feel, well, possibly you feel negative emotion that you lost it or you were irresponsible or something happened to you and devastated you and now you can't be this persona that you created that everyone relies on and simultaneously you feel a bit of relief because now you don't have to do all that stuff anymore you could just be you you could just be you but you don't want to be you because if you were you then no one's going to like you no one's going to respect you no one's going to love you no one's going to appreciate you if you're just you and not doing things for people why would they love me if i'm not doing things for them why would they respect me if I'm not successful? There's no reason for them to. And that was the great lie you had in your whole life. And suddenly the lie is gone and all you can be is who you are without any of the trappings that you were built on yourself this whole time. And guess what? It shakes you up and you have a new experience and you think about things differently. And maybe you start over again in something completely new. And maybe you find out that no one cared how much you made and that no one ever needed you to do anything for them because you're not the thing that supports them in this reality. They have their guides and supporters and inner self and source itself. They have all this. They're perfectly suited for the life that they intended to live. And sure, maybe they said, well, we'll let Jerry play this role of being the you know, successful guy that's taking care of everything just to feed whatever he's wanting to explore but it was never necessary. But in your mind, you have this mental construct. I'm successful. I'm responsible. I am able to support everyone with everything they need. And that makes me 
feel good about myself, which is an outside condition trying to make you feel. So you don't even realize. You think, wow, I've come to this higher perspective now that I've gone through all these ascension courses and all the boot camps and all the stuff that I've done. And you definitely have. We want to congratulate those of you who have because you are among the highest perspective in the planet. But that higher perspective compared to who you truly are is but a blip, a tiny little hairline of where you are. Still elevated, still leading edge of leading edge of thought, still wonderful, but you're still always in the sphere because it's pervasive, it's all you know, it's all around you. You're rising above it to a bit, to an extent, and only because that's fun. So if that manifestation were, event were to come, you would have the benefit of seeing yourself in a new light. And that's what you want. Now, it doesn't have to come if you can think of yourself differently anyway. If you can be, become more authentic without any manifestation event coming, bravo to you. But do you really want that? Do you really want to do all this stuff to see yourself so that you can find your authentic version of you so that you can let go of control and let go of what people think? Or do you want the quantum leap? That's your method of moving forward. It's up to you. You don't really know exactly what your style of ascension is until you find out what it is. So you say, okay, well, I did the boot camps. I've done the ascension experience. I've done all this work. I've gotten to this level. What's changing? What's the benefit? Why did I do all this work? Where do I see my payoff? And that's looking at it from the perspective of the victim. The victim still wants to change the conditions to make themselves feel good. Now you've got to think your way to feeling good. You got to really appreciate what you have and you do much, much, much more than ever before. You got to find the little satisfaction in life with your daughter and your wife and your friends and how you're able to see everything and love them from a higher perspective and let them go on their own journey without you having to control that aspect of their lives like you might have before. You got to pay attention to the, to the incremental ways you're starting to feel better to compare your present Jerry to past Jerry's, not to some future ideal of what Jerry's going to attain when he gets to this deliberate creation stage. You got to stop thinking about if I can create anything and if I create in love, then I have to create this, that, and the other thing. No, you don't, you don't have to do anything. Guess what? If you could just be in a state of fun, a joy, excitement, whatever you're passionate about, the deliberate creation happens by itself. Whether you know any of this or not, there's people who are just passionate about what they do. And suddenly they're creating all these things that are interesting and fun. There are people in life who are just having fun. There are people in life who are looking like they're having a lot of fun, but deep down they're stressed out about what people think and they're worried about this and that and the other thing. If you had just say out of the blue, you got to check for $10 million. It wouldn't change a thing in your life. What would it change? Nothing. You might buy a different house. It's basically just a, just four walls or 10 walls or 20 walls or 20 rooms or whatever it is. You might travel, but you're still worried about what people think. You're still worried about what you're eating. You're still worried about how long you're going to live. You're still worried about your kids. It doesn't matter. Nothing on your conditions can change to make you feel differently. So you feel differently inside, but if you're still stressed out and worried about how things are going on, you're still buying into the illusion and you always will be. So relax about that. 
There's no state that you need to get to other than where you are right now. So we'd like to point out that if you acted on all the guidance that you were given, you'd move through this experience of life highly effectively, but it would be boring. It would be too easy. It would be so easy because essentially that's how you exist in the non-physical. You didn't come here for easy. You came here for interesting, for how can I play this game in a way that feels good to me? How can I be unique? Because I am unique. How can I gravitate towards new information, incorporate that new information and try it out and see if it works and talk about it to other people and act on some inspiration over here and then don't act on a lot of inspiration over here and just see what happens with that? Great, guess what happens? You're gonna die. You're gonna return to the non-physical. You're gonna say, oh my God, it was a great ride. But you said that every life you've ever had. Now this is the most elevated perspective you've ever had. In fact, your perspective specifically is up in the top of the world. You may look around at spiritual leaders and teachers that you see on TV or whatever, and you say, well, they must have it. They must have it. We're telling you, you have it. They don't have it. And if you were to sit in conversation with them after what you know, you would say, oh my God, that guy doesn't know anything. Doesn't know a thing. How is that possible? They're writing books. They're talking on TV shows. They're being interviewed. Millions of people are following them. They don't have a clue compared to what you have. So you see yourself from this higher perspective now. And you say, <clears throat> guess what? Even that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Because I'm still going to sift and sort. I'm still going to be neutral sometimes and in duality sometimes. I'm still going to be frustrated sometimes. I'm still going to be happy. But what if I can be 1% happier, 1% more fun, 1% more engaged, 1% more living my truth, living in authority, knowing what I know? Well, that seems better to you than do that. But you could still be like your colleague who's just blowing money and spending money over here and trying to make himself feel good and trying to use what he's got to coerce people and control people and, and do these crazy things and eventually lose everything. Just as good as your life from the non-physical. Now you may say, sit there in judgment and say, if he only knew what I knew, he could live this fabulous life that I live. And there's the key. You have this fabulous life, but you've always had it. Even when you were told you were no good and told you weren't smart enough and told you weren't big enough or told you weren't this and that and told you that you were not enough, that life was perfect for you because you designed it perfectly for you. Not for anyone else, but for you. Can you see that now? Excellent. If you can't, who cares? Just keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter. You have nowhere to go. If you were suddenly to become famous on TikTok and everyone followed you, it wouldn't make a difference. You see, the conditions can never make a difference. No matter what they turn into, they're still illusions. It's always an illusion. The only thing that matters is how you feel right here in your heart. How this and this combine to give you this emotion, momentary emotion of joy. Maybe you feel it once a day. Maybe your daughter says something nice to you and you feel it then. And then you let yourself live in that emotion. How fun that is. Maybe you are inspired to do something and someone messages you and say, wow, I really love what you do. And you feel something there and you live in that feeling. Because guess what's going on? It's just feeling. 
It's just feeling. This, none of this is real. It's just a feeling. So elevate that capacity for feeling. Is that nice? Good. Is that, is that weird? Well, close it off if you want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're looking at this from a ant's perspective and the ant lives 10 seconds. That's how long you live in this physical reality. 10 seconds, probably one millionth of a second compared to the eons that you've existed. You see? So if you think about it from the non-physical, you're just here for that fast, that fast. That's it. It doesn't matter, but you're wanting to do everything in one lifetime. And so you're taking things a little bit too seriously. Who cares what the law is? Who cares if it rains? Who cares if the economy is up and down? Who cares who's in the White House? Who cares if there's a war over there? Who cares about any of it? Who cares if you get divorced? Who cares if you lose a leg? It doesn't matter. So stop trying to control everything and just think about that feeling, the feeling reality. Just feel what you feel and let it go. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Who's next? I can go. Kate. Hi. So this is as much, this has just been so awesome today. And so this is as much a continuation of what you've been sharing with us. In addition to something that was on one of the last couple Joshua lives and Joshua made a statement, blind faith, which almost felt like I heard for the, first time. I've heard it many times, but it resonated on a whole other level. And I just remember every day I can say blind faith in the system. So that corresponding with what we've heard Joshua say so many times, we are always supported. We are always getting what we need every single day. No exception. So the system is perfect. Blind faith in the system always getting what we need and a continuation of just this beautiful introduction and Jerry's question. And, you know, for, for context, my situation, I'm at this for everyone else on the call, you know, like I have no money. I have no job. I'm totally dependent on myself. And I absolutely love my life and I'm having so much fun every single day. So for me, there is an incredible like leaning into blind faith in the system. Yes. Any of that. <laughs> so imagine that you have blind faith in the system and you know you're supported, you know you're protected, you know you're guided, and that you set this up, this life up perfectly for you. That you have everything you need in this life. That whatever experience you go through, there's these guardrails in place. You can't feel too bad and you can't feel too good. No matter what happens, how you feel will never go off the rail, never go on the side there. You would say, well, that is good. I have this guardrail that no matter what happens, I'm not gonna feel that bad. The worst you've ever felt in your life, that's as bad as you're ever gonna feel. And it's contextual to you, so you only you know what that is. On the other hand of that, you'll never feel any better than the best you've ever felt, you see? Now, those best you've ever felt, you may not even remember those moments. They may have been as a child. Total love, total love to everyone in your life. Wow. Have you ever even touched that since you were five? Probably not. But that's what awaits you. But if you were to go further than that, that would just blow you up. 
It'd be too much. You couldn't handle it. You'd freak out. So a system is in place so that you're going down the path that you created for yourself and you're bouncing against the rails, bing, bing, bing. Like one of those cars at the amusement park that has this guide in it and it's going along and it's bumping against the sides, but it's, it stays on the track. And within that, you go as fast as you want or as slow as you want. Doesn't matter. So to go as fast as you want, you just have faith that everything's working out. I can just act on all the inspiration that I get and I don't have to know where it's gonna lead me. And so you accelerate this. Doesn't matter. You can go as slow as you want. You say, this is too fast, put on the brakes. And you could ride the brakes the entire trip and everyone can be passing you by and you could be in frustration and fear the whole time. That's just as good. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is how you feel. Because if you're going too fast, you're gonna feel overwhelmed. If you're going too slow, you're gonna feel in conflict. Go what's right for you. Now you can open up to a level where you don't feel as overwhelmed when you're going faster, if you want to, still doesn't matter. So the blind faith idea here is that from a non-physical perspective, which is so much higher than you can even possibly imagine, everything has been set up for you. And within that setup, you can explore anything you want. Do you want to explore heartbreak and disillusionment and, and lack? Absolutely. Why not? You can't explore that in the non-physical. So why not explore it here? Do you want to explore freedom and abundance and love, putting your focus on how you're expressing love in joy and passion and interest to everything in your reality? Why not? You've never tried that before. That's a new thing. What does that feel like? Does it feel satisfying, enjoyable, and joyous and loving? Great. Do you like that feeling or is it too much? Do you like feeling on edge? Do you like feeling a little bit resistant? If you like that, great. But there's nowhere you have to go. No one is judging any of this. There's not a possible way you could make a mistake. So how is that, how is that possible? You're in this life, you're supposed to learn, you're supposed to have experiences, you're supposed to expand, you're supposed to get more authentic and understand who you are, only if you want to, only if you want to, but you could exp explore the inauthentic version of you in fear if you want to, if that feels better. But now you're thinking about how it feels. And now you're thinking, hmm, I guess I'd rather feel good. I guess I'd rather express love because that feels good. I guess I'd rather be interested in something and passionate about something and talk about something because that feels good. I guess I don't really need to complain anymore because that didn't feel good. I guess I don't have to judge everything is wrong and everything is bad because that doesn't feel good. So I'm thinking more about the feeling of this reality. And that feeling really is the guide. That's the guide right there. How does it feel? Well, sometimes when you're inspired to do something, it feels scary. I'm not going to do that. Okay, don't do it. And sometimes when you push past that fear, it feels exhilarating, but you may not like that feeling of exhilaration. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Are you jumping out of airplanes? Are you bungee jumping? Are you whitewater rafting? Maybe that's not for you. But maybe you haven't had enough experience with it. Maybe once you get a little bit used to that feeling of exhilaration by pushing past fear, you say, wow, that's interesting that I could push past the fear to do this thing and it blew up in my face, had a manifestation event about it, but the feeling that I did when I pushed past the fear was exhilaration. Even though it didn't lead to where I think it was gonna to lead to, 
but it did feel like growth and expansion in love. Wow, that's interesting. You know, if I think back on what my possible past lives are or what people were living in the past, that seems like a lot of fear. And they were sort of creating out of fear. And I can see my friends and family and people around me, they're really creating out of a lot of fear. What if I created out of love? That's just a different exploration. It's not better or worse. But what if I did that? No one's really done that before. What if I did push past fear, act on inspiration? Maybe, maybe three or four or five percent of the possible inspiration I get. Maybe if I just acted on that, pushing past those fears that seem so big, but they're just illusions. I know that for a fact. That's just interesting. Okay, interesting. Oh, now it's going too fast. I can't handle it. Oh, now I've got to slow it down a little bit. Fine, slow it down. You get to do anything you want. This is what freedom is. This is what deliberate creation is. In deliberate creation or unintentional creation is trying to get what you think you want, not knowing how the system works. Guess where you are now? You sort of know how the system works. You sort of know it's all a feeling. You sort of know that you're, that you're here just to have an adventure and that you could do anything you want. That's freedom. You have everything you need. You even bank account seems empty, but you don't need that to do what you are inspired to do. That'll never ever happen. You'll never be inspired to buy a yacht when you don't have money for the yacht. It won't happen. It's not going to serve your journey of exponential growth. So now you get in this place where, okay, I have this inspiration. What can I do? That's my freedom. Anything that falls in with that possibility, that's my freedom. All right, well, I don't have what I think I need. Okay, well, I don't need that then. That's not part of it. It'll come if I need it. That's all it is. And then you act on the inspiration, leads you bam into a manifestation event, blows up everything. You have this experience that was completely different than what you thought would be. All right, that was what I needed. I didn't need what I thought I needed. I didn't need that person I thought I needed. That was not the one, obviously. Thank God I found out now. Thank God my ideal outcome from this limit perspective didn't manifest. There's so much more to this. It's not fluff. It's deep. It's interesting. It's tangible and real. And this is why you came. All of you, that's deliberate creation. Knowing that you came to mess it up, to screw it up, to play around, to join a community and have these leading edge conversations that still don't mean anything. It's just fun. That's all it's for. You're not getting anywhere. You're not changing anything. You're existing in a state of acceptance for what is and blind faith for what will come because it was all designed by you and you're guided every step of the way. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Who's next? I would like to please make a, my appreciation to Gary for the, the long program of Ascension. I wonder how he did that without, uh, let's say, uh, a fear or faith. So um, that's it. I, I want to, to say thank you to Gary and about that. Gary really appreciates your things, but reminds you that this is his joy. Mm-hmm. And you may say, oh, how could he write all that stuff every day? If I wrote all that stuff, it would take hours to write. How could he write those weak material the week one material, the week two material for all these almost 
50 something weeks worth of it, plus an email every day, plus the daily spiritual practice, plus the assignments and plus all that. If you add all that up, maybe that's three or four books right there. Guess what? It takes him seconds to do it. He's not doing anything. He's just moving fingers around. It's just flowing out. He just sits down, that comes out, seems like a minute, and he's off to the next thing. You seem to want to appreciate people for this effort they put into things. But what if it's no effort? Yes, probably because I did that in French. Everything is in French now with my computer. So maybe I'm... It was so much harder for you to do it because you had to go take the word, take the whole entire section that was written in minutes and then go word by word and take it from one language to another language, all the while trying to make sure it conveyed the same meaning to it. So that was what is due appreciation. That was where we give appreciation to you and where everyone who will follow and, and have access to that where it wouldn't have been possible otherwise. That inspiration that you had yeah. to gave this, but it was really for you because as yeah. you translated yeah. from English, you got it more. Uh-huh. Exactly. And it raised your perspective of you. Mm-hmm. Who else in the world could have done that, would have done that, has done that? No one. Mm-hmm. You took it on yourself to do it. And you are now at this forefront of thought as a thought leader for everyone who speaks French. There's one person who knows this more than anyone else that's a French speaker, you. Mm. And you can teach it and convey it and put it into nuanced words that no one else could do. You are the one who should be appreciated for for what you did because it was much, much, much more entailed and detailed. Mm. Gary just went, bam, 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 done, on to the next thing. Now, that's how deliberate creation is. Of course, if he was going to think about it ahead of time and say, oh, this is 13 months worth of material, mm-hmm. plus all the emails, plus all this, going to end up maybe a million words, takes all this time every single day, that might look like a mountain to climb, effort and struggle. But he did it a little bit every day every day just went back every day spent a little time every day easy 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 all inspiration didn't have to think about it didn't have to come up with it didn't have to do an outline all easy everything you want to do no matter what you're doing in your life if it isn't that easy we'll find something that is that easy because there is something for each of you that is that easy but you want to put meaning on it importance on it and you really like saying i worked so hard this week Oh, it was such a hard week. So that you can feel like you earned whatever you earned. But it could be just easy. It could be so easy. It could be ridiculously easy. But you want to control it. You want to make it seem like it's hard so that you earned it. And that's fine if you want to do that. That's fine. You could just as easily get the inspiration to make some investment that goes up a thousand percent in a week and make more than you've ever made in your life doing literally nothing. That's how easy it is to create abundance. The abundance is there. Are you needing that money? Are you accessing that inspiration? Does it come to you? 
It doesn't matter. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You could buy a lottery ticket and win a billion dollars. It doesn't matter. Is that going to serve your journey? Or is it better to, to be where you are, grinding through something so that you derive meaning from it for your personal journey, and then the satisfaction of assisting others, sharing your love with others? This is how one way you express your love. So whatever you're doing, if you're in that profession, profession or job or business or whatever it is, and if you're expressing your love in that, supporting those who work with you, your colleagues, your customers, your employees, your bosses, if you're supporting in love, seeing yourself from this very high perspective that no one on this planet is looking at life the way you're looking at it. So now imagine getting interjected into a corporate environment where you have customers, colleagues, employees, subordinates, bosses, assistants, and you see yourself as this glowing ball of light. The reason you're there is not to make money, not to earn income, not to get a promotion, not to get good reviews. The reason you're there is to shine that light on every person you encounter, everyone. And so your secretary comes over and you just care about that person. A customer walks in the door and you just care about that person. You have no attachment to an outcome. You just express love and acceptance to that person, seeing them all as equal, as all as all on their unique journeys of ascension, all in fear, trying to control their conditions. You're controlling your conditions. Gary's controlling Gary's conditions. We're at the you're all at the highest possible perspective on this planet right now, and you're still in control. Imagine everyone else who doesn't know this. They're totally in fear, totally in control every moment. If you soften it by accepting them in any state that they're in, oh, they're angry, they have a complaint. That's okay, you can have a complaint. That's all right, we'll figure it out for you. We'll solve this for you. Don't worry about it. Instead of saying, oh, well, that means something about me. I did a bad job, so I'm going to fight you on this complaint, right? If you can just work with everyone where they are, they get it, they don't get it, it doesn't matter. All you're doing is expressing your love. Why? Because you like that feeling. That feeling feels good. But if they complain about something they think you did, well, that triggers a limiting belief that doesn't feel good, but then you go back to remembering who you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the highest perspective. This is the highest perspective. Still a lot of fear, but that's the highest perspective. I can react differently to this triggering event by, instead of acting on urge to control it, acting in love, expressing love. So then you get used to expressing love. All right, this is fun, expressing love. And what do you feel? You feel a little bit here in your heart, in your solar plexus. And you play with that and grow that and grow that. Oh, that felt good. And then you're tearing up and you're emotional and you're sensitive and you're looking at things from a different perspective and you're saying, the only thing I wanna do is grow this feeling of love. Resonate that feeling of love. Let that spread throughout this world, not to change anything because it's perfect, but just to feel that feeling. What is it like to feel the feeling of love in physical reality? So when you appreciate something, you're expressing that feeling. Okay, thank you very much, Gary and Joshua. Yes. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Chrissy. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just 
finding kind of what I'm going through interesting where I enjoy being like alone all the time, like doing nothing. And I feel like it might be from a little bit of this place of like, I really like to just act on inspiration. Like I want to leave my day open to do like what I want to do. And sometimes just I'm noticing like when I'm around people, um, I'm just super sensitive to kind of what they're saying. And they're kind of in that old thought and complaining. And so I'm wondering like if I'm kind of avoiding being triggered yet it doesn't feel good to be around them. So I'm really enjoying being alone and like doing my own thing or doing nothing all day. Um, I, so I'm just curious to what Excellent. you have about that. Good. So when you're alone, when you're doing nothing, do you ever get the little thought that comes up that goes, I should probably be doing something? I can't just be sitting here on the couch. Shouldn't I be more productive? Should I be doing something? If that thought comes up, well, you're not really committed to what you're doing. You're thinking something's wrong with what you're doing. But if you could just sit there on the couch and say, ah, oh, this is great. I just get to be here and I have my freedom and I can do what I want to do and I get to enjoy it without that voice coming in. That's the best thing in the world. Why not? That's the greatest thing. But then there's this uh, sort of inner conflict. If the voice is saying, ah, you can settle that little voice down and say, okay, promise we'll get up and do something tomorrow. But just today, let's play today in the house by ourselves. Let's just see how much fun we can have watching TV or cooking or whatever it is. Just let's relax today. And then if you want to get up and go tomorrow, well, maybe we'll go get a coffee or something and we'll interact with a couple of people and we'll see if we could feel good in their presence. And then we'll come back and we'll, We'll see how we did, and maybe we'll do a manifestation event form if we need to, and we'll just play it by ear as we go along. But what a lot of you are doing is being programmed to believe that you have to be active all the time. You have to produce, you have to do all these things. What if you were just acting on inspiration? What if you just had blind faith that that inspiration would lead you to anywhere you wanted to go? What if you knew that you were taking care of it and didn't have to do anything? And you could settle that little ego voice saying, Come on, let's go do something. Oh, come on, we should be more productive. Or come on, you at least clean the house. Or come on, whatever it is. And you could, sit, and you could talk to it like say, it's okay. We're going to just hang out here. I promise. It's going to be fine. And tomorrow we'll do something else. But today let's just hang out. We'll just have fun and we'll color in our coloring books. Or we'll do a puzzle or watch a TV show. It's going to be fine. You'll see. And I appreciate you for wanting me to get and be productive. But we don't have to do it today and just enjoy what you're doing. Now, get, get this. If you could get yourself to a place where you just enjoyed whatever you were doing, then how could you improve on that? Because if you're enjoying something, you're in joy. In joy. If you can be in joy, wherever the conditions are, you don't have to change the conditions. And if you don't have to change the conditions, you can accept what is. And if you accepted what is, then you would realize the only thing that ever matters is how you feel. And if some little part of your ego is wanting you to be better than you are, it's taking you out of the joy. There's nothing wrong with that because it's getting going, getting you moving, having experiences, fine. But if you can 
bring that along or train that or teach that ego that we can have fun and be in joy, have blind faith that everything's going to work out, act on inspiration whenever we want to, and then point to all the events that occurred that worked out perfectly. You could take your little ego over there and you could say, listen, look, we were born over here. We had these experiences. Everything worked out. Can't you see that? Everything. We never had to control anything. You never had to make me get up and do anything. And the ego's going to fight you a little bit on that and say, well, we got you this job and that paid for this. That's just the way we got there. That's just, that was just the excuse we had for having the abundance that was always there. We're going to play with this game a little more. And we're going to say, all right, let's just take it on this idea, maybe crazy, maybe wild, but let's just imagine that we designed this life. We're on this journey of exploration. We're having these experiences. We're expanding in that. And we're going to just try to make this as most fun as possible, even though that might be seem irresponsible to you, little ego, and maybe to my parents and teachers and society in general, we're going to try something new. What if we just had fun, just enjoyed our lives, just accepted the conditions, just made feeling good the number one priority and let everything fall around that feeling. Let's just experiment. Let's take 30 days. Feel good. Oh, ego, you're not letting us feel good here. Come on, come with us. We're having this experiment, remember? If it doesn't work, we'll go back and do it your way, but let's just take this experiment. Let's just feel good. And then you're going to get inspired. You're going to like, oh my God, this is something I want to do. Or someone's going to call you or something's going to happen. And then you're going to go off in that direction, but always working on that little voice that wants things to be different than they are. Now, that's your partner in this life. Because without that partner, one, you wouldn't live in physical reality. You'd jump off the first bridge that caught your fancy. But second, it's reminding you all the time to remember your programming, to remember your old approach to life, to keep you limited, to keep you in lack, to keep you wishing, to keep you as a victim because this is the dynamic. You're the creator of your reality. Now, if you do that, there'd be no purpose of being here. You just snap your fingers, everything would come. It would have no meaning to anything. So this little beautiful aspect of you keeps you in the game and you get to work with that aspect. Now, most of you would say, I just want to cut that ego off, but then it wouldn't be what you thought it would be. But what if you brought it with you and cared for it and nurtured it like a little scared child? and said, we're going to try this, just see how it works. And you'll notice that in certain areas of your life, you've trained that part of you to be comfortable at different levels. And in other parts of your life, you haven't trained it and it's still reacting, reactionary. You get to choose, you get to be the boss, you get to think of it from the higher perspective. You get to create this life through your perspective. Go as fast as you want, as slow as you want, you get to do it. It's not in charge of you. You get to work with it and teach it and grow it and support it and love it and send love to it like everything else. And then when you want to sit at home and relax, it's sitting beside you, cuddling you, relaxing right with you. Thank you. 
We have time for the silliest question anyone can think of in the history of the world, and this one better be silly, because most of the silly questions are the serious questions, so we want to hear a silly question. We'll take the third person who says, I, want, I have a silly question. So who's the first person that has a silly question? I have a silly question. Okay, who's the second person? <laughs> I have a silly one. Okay, one. Tracy, what's your silly question? Oh, God, I thought I was number two. <laughs> Oh, God, now I'm on the spot. What's my silly question? Well, you've just answered the one about the ego. Listen for the silly question. The okay. silly question is coming to you. Listen for it. Don't judge it. Just say it. The phone is ringing. All you have to do is pick it up. <laughs> Why is there a busy signal all the time? Why am I so busy? Excellent. Well... Again, not a silly question. So we're gonna take it as silly as possible. Why wouldn't you be busy? Can you imagine your life? If someone called you and you were always available because you were doing nothing. That's not you. You want things happening. You want experiences. You want to be called, be on the phone and have 19 people in the, behind trying to call you. You want to be appreciated, you want to be loved, you want to be valued by people. You want all this. This is part of your life. You chose this. You want to be active and busy and you want to figure it out on your own because that's the game that you chose to come in with. You want to figure this out on your own. You want to be, do you want to be told what to do? How was your experience in the military? Was that the best thing in the world where you didn't have to think of anything and they would tell you what to do? Or do you want to make it up on your own? You're funny. I never wanted to be told what to do. You ever. don't want to be told what to do. So why would, in the world, would you let guides come in to tell you what to do? But isn't that limiting? Like, why can't I get rid of that limiting? How belief? is it limiting? You're living this incredible experience of life. You're living the perfect life. You've always lived the perfect life. Where do you want to go? Let's say you took the limits off. Then what would happen? You have no limits now. What would happen? I don't know. I'd follow. I don't know. You wouldn't be able to make it up on your own. You wouldn't be able to sift and sort. You wouldn't be able to have manifestation events and, and obstacles and trying new things and starting new things. You want to do it your way. Excellent. Who doesn't want to do it their way? Everyone is programmed to believe that they should be told what to do. Everyone who's working in a job that they don't like being told what to do every day of their life. Why aren't they living the life that you're living? Because they can't do it their way. You want to do it your way. You don't want to listen to anyone else. You want to do it your way. You think that's the wrong way. You think you should be listening to guides for some information to come from above high that will lead you into what? More expansion, more wonderful life than you have now? How is that possible? You've created this brilliant life. You don't need anyone to tell you what to do. Isn't that a fundamental feature of your character? Number one feature of your character, don't want to be told what to do. In fact, if you're told what to do, you won't do it. It won't work. You want to try to do it, it's not going to work. It's got to come from what you are experiencing in this human perspective as Tracy. But if you wanted to, you could access them. But what happens if they give you some inspiration? You go, I'm not doing that. That sounds boring. That doesn't sound like fun. You cut them off again. So get to play with it. You could let them come in. You could take all their little ideas 
all these little inspired ideas. And you can say, stupid, 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 not, not going to do it, not going to do it, not, I'm going to do my own thing. And then just do your own thing. It doesn't matter. There's nowhere to get. There's nothing to change. There's no way your life could get any better than this. This is as good as it gets. Guess why? Because it feels good. Unless it doesn't feel good, then you want to change it. Well, that's control. So just imagine that everything is working out perfectly, that everything is working out in your favor, that you're living this perfect life, that every experience you went through before had to happen so that you could be here now and, and be elevated in your perspective, the highest, one of the highest perspectives on the planet, teaching in the way that you teach, sharing what you share, expressing love the way you, you do it, not needing anything you're taking care of. Imagine that. Who's got the life you've got? So what do you know up there, guides? I got this. You just stay quiet. I got this. When I need you, I'll call. Until then, shut up. I'll be back to you. You can leave a message. I'll be back to you when I have a chance. <laughs> That's how you're living your life, and it's a splendid life. And with that, we are complete. Thank you very much. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, spoiler alert. Well, you've listened to the episode, so it's not really a spoiler alert, but deliberate creation is creating from a place of alignment, which means feeling good. So Joshua was explaining how no matter what you're doing, if you put feeling good or joy or expressing your love, that's the place of deliberate creation. A lot of people are creating deliberately without even knowing because they're just living in joy. And if you're not living in joy, well, you've got to reprioritize that and make that your thing. The way to do that, I think, is to join the Ascension Experience. We're starting on Monday the 15th, just in about a week here. This is really the fastest way to get to that level. You'll raise your perspective, you'll change your vibration, and you'll attract a new reality based on that, and you'll see everything differently. All of this stuff that you think you need to change, that's just the illusion. Understand that your life is perfect as it is right now and lean into that. Well, that's hard to do unless you have some kind of experience. The Essential Experience is perfect for that. So check that out on the website. Check out the new book, uh, audiobook of Perception of Reality. Uh, get your free meditations. There's a lot of free stuff on the website. And if you have any questions about anything, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe and send it to your friends and put it on Facebook and leave a review. There's amazing, you know, amazing people who are supporting this by leaving reviews. It's really incredible. So I appreciate everything you do and uh, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye.